Welcome to Fearless Five, a podcast about living a fearless life. I'm your host, Heather Larson. I'm here to cheerlead you on into a life of fearlessness. Fearless Five will give you a daily audio blast of mini coaching sessions. You can read the show notes at destinyarchitecture.com. And now it's episode 38. So more on the spiritual kindergarten is the topic of the week. Um, So we all have a gateway drug to get here. Maybe it's yoga for you like it was for me when I was a teenager. Maybe it's psychic readings or oracle cards. I hear, I see that a lot. Um, Sometimes it's Reiki. I see that as a Reiki master too. People get woke. They want to, they want to read about crystals. I come get a Reiki session. Love it. So whatever brings you here to find answers on metaphysics and spirituality, welcome. You know, this is a metaphysical space. I talk a lot about coaching. Especially from like the standpoint of I spent years working in the rehab industry as a sober coach. Um, So in metaphysics, like maybe that is or maybe that isn't where your answers are. Um, But you may learn something hanging out here, listening to the Fearless Five podcast that will help you find your answers. You know, that's what I do. I help you find answers. I coach. Um, I teach a channel. I facilitate. Like I, I, I help you make it happen. You, the answers are within you. You are the architect of your own destiny. I'm not, but I'll facilitate you doing the whole thing. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with spiritual kindergarten. In fact, it's my refuge right now. Like, let me return to the place where I first found my peace. Those first books I read, that first CD I listened to when I deepened my yoga practice, and shall we say clung to my yoga practice, um, those first spiritual ideas that touched me, regardless of who they came from, um, or whether I know at the time that that person stole it from somebody else. I'm looking at you, Gabby Bernstein. I'm looking at you, Marianne Williamson. Uh, but we all need a refuge. We all need a, like a review now and then. And in my, in my teenage years, I was a poor kid in a bad neighborhood and my parents weren't doing well financially. I had to get a job when I turned 16 so I could contribute to the household. I worked at Mission Coffees and More in Fremont, California, the hometown. They actually make the Teslas there now, believe it or not. Uh, That's like the only thing I can say about Fremont at this day and age. We all left. We'll put it that way. Um, So my coffee shop, it was right across the street from the gorgeous Mission San Jose. I made $5 an hour and I worked Saturday and Sunday mornings, which actually kept me out of trouble. I mean, I got in a lot of trouble, but it kept me out of getting into more trouble because I knew I had to wake up and be at work at like five in the morning. Um, or maybe that's when I woke up. I can't remember. We, I think we opened the coffee shop at six o'clock on weekday mornings. Um, and there would be a line at the door. Remember, this is like the pre Starbucks days. Holy shit. I am dating myself. Anyway, I had to have a job. I had to pay for my gas, my auto insurance, my cigarettes, my booze, my drugs. I'm being honest here. And my clothes. And much to my mom's chagrin, I would shop for clothes at the thrift store. I think she preferred I would go to Target or Montgomery Wards. Remember in the 1990s, Target was yuck. And not at all the addictive shopping experience it was or is today. So I also had to use my earnings, you know, my $5 an hour job earnings to buy my food. 
I needed special food due to my food allergies. Of course, this was lost on my very, shall we say, where they were uneducated. I don't know if that's the right word, illiterate parents at the time. So I just took care of myself and I bought my own food. Like they bought the majority of it, like the frozen chicken breasts, which are disgusting. And as an, as an adult, like I know better, like I cannot eat that stuff now. Um, It's amazing. I grew up on it, but I didn't know the difference as a kid. So I had to buy foods that I could have and I would get them at like Trader Joe's. Um, with whatever money I had left, I was hitting Tower Records for grunge albums and then like down to the local bookstore to get me some books. And the book that changed my life back then was a tiny little book from a young, not great haired as he is today, a young Indian man named Deepak Chopra. Oh my God, this is like the worst podcast for me, like talking about my age. Okay, let me take a break because this is obviously going to be longer than five minutes. <laughs> Anyway, the point is, I bought books. Tons of books. <laughs> With any extra money, I already knew at that young age that I needed to invest in myself through books. That was, There was nothing else to invest in anyway. I mean, I could invest in books or CDs. There was no internet. There was no classes. Like, there is now, like, you can get on Udemy or whatever. Um, so I'm so grateful that I found, <clears throat> back then, that copy of Chopra's The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. That book, little tiny book, was amazing for me. And I still have it. And I've been driving it around over six states for like 24 years. Good God, let me stop aging myself. Anyway, more truthfully, this book found its way to my hands in an irresistible fashion. I remember reading in awe of this concept of pure potentiality, laws, consciousness, like what was all of this crazy stuff? I was hooked. Believe me, they weren't teaching me this in school. Um, but life did take me on other darker roads first. Like I had this chance to go get into my light and into my woo-woo stuff and into my, my metaphysical road when I was in my teenage years. But man, something took me another direction. So as I have returned to my spiritual kindergarten this weekend, this book has been there for me like <clears throat> like a bomb, man, all these books that I've mentioned. And, and it, it's been there for me many times throughout the years. It's one of the few things that I've hung on to since I was 16 years old. It's a part of me. So the question is, what do you have that makes up your spiritual kindergarten? Is it books? Is it DVDs, CDs? Um, I recommend personally getting something tangible that you can run to, something you can hold in your hand that can ground you. Like I have dozens of digital books now, which is comforting to know. Like I have a certain book on my phone. I, I love it. I use it all the time. It's Angel Numbers by Doreen Virtue. It's always at the ready on my phone because I'm one of those people like I see 999 all the time and... <laughs> you know, 444, 1111, the repeating numbers thing, like I'm that nerd. And I have that book on my phone and that's comforting. But when times get really hard, it is just helpful for me to like go home to my happy place, get under my blanket, have my tea, pick up my copy of Deepak Chopra and remember who I am. Thanks for joining me today on the Fearless Five podcast. I'm your host, Heather Larson, and I'm a certified transformational life coach and Reiki master. I can help you push past the fear and make your dreams come true. Read today's show notes at destinyarchitecture.com, where you can also book a private session with me and get some free downloads. My free ebook is there too. It's called Time to Align, and it will help you get your lifestyle on track. Now go have a fearless and fabulous day. You deserve it. And remember, you are the architect of your destiny.